From the capital city, I'm Jazz Garrett. Edward Whiskey, meteorologist with the Juno Forecast Office, recaps weather for the month of March in Juno. He starts off with precipitation. Well, for the uh, Juno Airport, for the month of March, we had a total of 3.38 inches of liquid precipitation, and that is a little bit below the normal for the month, uh, which is uh, 3.67. So we were about a quarter of an inch below normal for the month of March in June. Now, as far as snowfall, we had 13.6 inches of total snowfall for the month of March, and that is actually above normal for a month. The normal value for March is usually 12.4 inches, so we were a little bit higher than an inch above normal. Records were broken the day of the blizzard. The Juno Airport had a new record snow total for that day, March 1st, of 10.5 inches. The old record for that day was 6.1 inches. There was also a new record of liquid equivalent precipitation for that day, which was 0.90. The old record was uh, 0.73 on that day. So that was March 1st when we had that big storm. Lesky also notes it's uncommon for Juno to see blizzards. He gives a temperature summary for the month of March. The average for the month was 30.7 degrees. So that was actually, we were below normal by a good two degrees Fahrenheit at the Juno Airport. Average was 30.7. The normal value for this time of for the month of March is 32.9. That was also for the average minimum and the average maximum. Those were nearly two to three degrees below normal for the month. Lesky says most places across the panhandle were below normal for the month as far as temperature. Most places were also below normal for liquid precipitation. He gives possibilities for April. First part of April, we're looking at a uh, trend toward below normal temperatures and slight trend toward above normal precipitation for the panhandle. As a whole, we're looking at probably no real trend either above or below normal and uh, same thing for precipitation. But at least for the first part of the month, we're looking at below normal temperatures and above normal precipitation possibility. Tim Despain is a public information officer for the Department of Public Safety. He is letting the public know the studded tire removal deadline has been extended. Winter conditions have, you know, prolonged a little bit further into uh, spring than do they do some years. There's still some ice on the roads and some winter conditions that drivers and travelers have to contend with and may want to choose to keep their studded tires on their vehicles, um, you know, a little bit longer to deal with the ice and so this just provides that that safety margin and pushes back the studded tire deadline by 15 days. Alaskans living below the 60 north latitude line include southeast the Aleutian chain, southwest Alaska, the southern Kenai Peninsula, and Kodiak. Per the extension, these communities may use studded tires until May 1st. Alaskans living above the 60 north latitude line, including all portions of the Sterling Highway, may use studded tires until May 15th. The last time an emergency order was issued for an extension was in 2021. The Ted Stevens Anchorage International Airport surpassed Shanghai Pudong Airport to claim the slot for the third busiest airport in the world for cargo. In 2022, approximately 3.5 metric tons of cargo transited Anchorage's runways. The rankings of airports are conducted by the Airport Council International World. Coming up next on News of the North,
with the final Pillars of America speaker for Juno joined Capital Chat. Fairbanks has one of the highest rates of car theft per capita in the nation. An Alaska man known for illustrating widely distributed children's books has been dropped by his publisher after authorities allege he posted transphobic notes threatening children. Coming up next with Jordan Lewis. Welcome back to News of the North. I'm Jordan Lewis. The final pillar speaker, Tony Hoffman, joined Capital Chat to talk about his journey through mental health and substance use. Glacier Valley Rotary Club's Pillar Speakers series is ending after this year after nearly 30 years with over 90 speakers. Hoffman previously talked at Pillars of America in Juneau in 2019 and is excited to be back. He summarizes his message he'll deliver tomorrow at Pillars. Mental health, the struggles I had when I was younger with that, but not really being able to identify that and how that was kind of the foundations or precursor for me to start experimenting with substances to try and self-medicate my struggles. And uh, I'm here to talk about that, kind of bring the truth and connect how mental health is directly connected to substance use, kind of break some stigmas that surround substance use and mental health, and then obviously give the inspiration that you can go from extremely dark places like I was in with my homelessness and incarceration to being able to find peace within yourself, manage your mental health, and even do great things like go to the Olympics. The pressure of being recognized for the sport of BMX at a young age added to his social anxiety. So I started racing BMX when I was 12 years old. It was after being removed from school for my behavior uh, in seventh grade. I actually found a BMX bike after that because my brother was already racing. And so I started racing at 12. Uh, By the time I was 18, I was endorsed by Fox Racing, Airwalk Shoes, Spy Sunglasses, companies that didn't sponsor. um, Amateurs were sponsoring me. Um, And I was also graced on the cover of the largest BMX racing magazine in the world, which was the BMXer magazine in 2002, my senior year in high school. On the surface, it seemed as though he was on the right path, but underneath, Hoffman struggled with social anxiety and suicidal ideation, leading to his substance abuse. In 2004, Hoffman committed a home invasion and armed robbery, and in 2007, he was ultimately sent to prison for two years. As soon as he was paroled from prison in 2008 with his addiction behind him, Tony started to pursue his dreams. And from there, it really just came down to, you know, how am I going to accomplish this vision of going to the Olympics, becoming a professional athlete, starting a nonprofit and being a speaker, now uh, an owner of a drug and alcohol treatment center in Southern California, it really had to come down to my small behaviors. I had to really learn how to manage these things that like brushing my teeth, taking a shower, making my bed, a lot of decisions that are extremely insignificant to a lot of people. They had to become significant for myself. And so that's what I did. I started there. I started with things that I knew I could manage. He's accomplished all he set out to since prison and more. This year's Pillars is at the Elizabeth Paradovich Hall and doors open at 11.15 tomorrow. Tickets are very limited at the door and it's recommended to come at 10 a.m. for a ticket. Fairbanks, Alaska has one of the highest rates of car theft per capita in the nation, according to the Alaska State Troopers. There were 1,096 vehicle thefts in Fairbanks in 2019, which is more than 10 times the national average. One of the main reasons for the alarming statistic is that many people leave their keys in their unlocked cars while parked, making it easy for thieves to drive away with their vehicles. This can have serious consequences for the owners, such as losing their personal belongings, facing insurance issues, or even becoming victims of identity theft. You may also be surprised to find out that it is illegal to leave a vehicle that is running unattended with the keys in the ignition. Always lock your car and take your keys with you when you park, even if it's just for a few minutes, Alaska State Troopers say. 
An Alaska man known for illustrating widely distributed children's books with cute mother-baby animal pairs has been dropped by his publisher after authorities allege he posted transphobic notes threatening children. They say he may have been influenced by a recent Nashville school shooting that fueled online backlash against transgender people. Mitchell Thomas Watley will have a preliminary hearing April 11th on a single count of terroristic threatening. He is accused of placing notes in businesses that included an assault rifle superimposed over the transgender flag. The text on the notes read, felt cute, might shoot some children. Never miss a story or a newscast at knyradio.com. Now you're up to date. I'm Jordan Lewis for News of the North.